0: Today we're teaching on, back up, who the Holy Spirit is. And then turning in your Bibles to John, 2 John 14, and chapter 20. Jesus said these confident words to us. My God. Let me read it. He said, at that day, Ye shall know. What shall we know, Lord? You should know that I am in dwelling in my Father. Do we really know this? Now, He promised us that at that day, we are living in that day, that we shall know that I am in my Father and ye in me. And the church is in Jesus. And the church dwells in Jesus. And Jesus says, and I am in you. God help us. He said, I would know. We would know. We would know. God, you know what we know. And God, you know that we do not fully understand that we can understand that God is in the Father. Yeah. But my lack of understanding, with the revelation of understanding, is God dwelling in us. His spirit dwelling in us. And our spirit dwells in him. He said, you will know this, Dr. Bennett. You will know this, Minister Thompson. He said that you shall know this. Without knowing this, I believe that we ignore the power of the Holy Spirit dwelling in us because we need to know this. We need to know that someone is dwelling in me that will never leave me, but will never forsake me. Someone is dwelling in me that will always be a present help to me. Whenever I get in trouble, I do not have to just wonder what I'm going to do. I know what I'm going to do because someone is dwelling in me, greater than my problem, greater than any situation, greater than any circumstance, greater than the power promise me that I should know this. We're going back to the promise. You promised me God. You promised me. I want to know this. It's a, not past the emotion anymore. We've been emotional for years over the Holy Spirit. I need to know something else now. If you said I should know then God Know. You possess the wisdom, the power, and the revelation, and the understanding to make me notice, not just for a moment, but know it 24-7 that He is in me. He is in me. He is dwelling in me. He is living in me, and I'm living in Him. So whenever anything comes, confront me. I can greatly say, greater is he that is living in me than the situation that is in the world. There's not a problem in the world that can get greater than what dwells in us. There's not a difficulty, there's not a disappointment, there's not a hurt, there's nothing in the world that can be greater than the God that dwells in us. The God that dwells in us don't need nothing to create something. He can create something out of nothing. That's how great he is. He can speak, and whatever he speaks come into existence. That's just how great he is. And you're going to tell me, but real not. That's what just get my mind. You're going to tell me that you going to end the Father? You're going to end your Father, and you're in us? Jesus? You know they are one, don't you? One can't move without the other. Wherever one dwells, they all dwell. God cannot dwell without Jesus. Jesus cannot dwell without God. And they all dwell in the presence of the Holy Spirit. They run together. You cannot have one without having all three of you. Twelve of you. They come, and God said, we will come and live in you. This is awesome to me. We are not seeing and experience and seeing the manifestation of who dwells in us. we see seeing too much of flesh, seeing too much of ourselves. I want to add what we think, what we fear. Well, who's in there? We're not seeing the God that is in us you all know the Bible says that, know ye not that your body... See, that's, we've been reading that it's the temple of God, but it never got deep down into an understanding that my temple is God's dwelling place. He chose to live in a temple that has been so sinful, a temple that had practiced sin, all type of sin, but yet God said, I can live in that body. I can call that body my temple. When you was yet on drugs, God saw you as his dwelling place. We saw a drug it. God said, I don't see that. I see a temple that I can dwell in. When we was all doing whatever sinful thing that we were doing, the people saw us as a sinner. But God said, I know what I can do if I get in that body. Because I can change anything I get on. it's just wholly impossible for God to be in a person and they never change. That's why you wonder are you really say The Bible says if any man, any woman, any boy, any girl be in Christ Jesus there's a change in your life. He said all have happy, old lying, old body old evil person, old hanging, old faith in your heart. He said, those things have to take away with the old you. That's why he said, if any man, if any woman, any boy, be God, there's something new about you. There's to be a change in your life. Year after year, you're still doing the same thing. Examine yourself found out whether you really are in God or whether you really listen to the spirit of God and obey the instruction of God God will not teach me for ten years to keep lying and lying and lying and lying and bewitching and fooling people for all this long God will never leave me to be a liar the Bible says you be that God of spirit of God you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh the flesh not to lie the fresh love to hold on forgiveness. The fresh love to gossip criticise fault finders That's church That's the flesh. But if I'm led by the Spirit of God, by the fruit of the Spirit, eventually I'll stop doing all these things that displeasing to God. We've been doing the same thing over and over and over. What is wrong with the church? Or what is wrong with you? God would have said, if any man be it, if you're in Christ Jesus, there's a change that to take place in your life sometimes. Mm-hmm. And he said, oh, bad have to pass away. Mm-hmm. And behold, all things are new. And all things are awful. God, God, God He's following you. Yeah. Then He's finished saying, I'm not my own. But you, I belong. You belong to God and live like you belong to God. See, you been singing the song, but live is a whole different right. ballgame. We been shot and played and all that and bring all that, but live what you play, right. live what you say. But, right. <laughs> you said, at that day, oh, but I've been chewing on this all the week. You should know that I, I am in mean, my Father, and He in me. I'm in mean, you, Jesus. Really in you? Jesus? The name that is so great? The name that every demon runs from? That's why I make us so powerful. The devil don't want us to know that Jesus is living in us. But he has never set a change in your life. You know, you will not be hogging and fighting and scrapping with the devil. You say, uh-huh, I don't have to fight with you. Someone living in me, all I need to do is speak the word, the name of Jesus. The Holy Spirit is the Spirit of God the Father, God the Son, dwelling in a believer's spirit. That's who the Holy Spirit is. <laughs> Jesus said, you shall know that I am in my Father, and your spirit dwell in me, and my spirit dwell in your spirit. That's, you know, I believe, to some, you might say, boy, that's deep, that's not deep, and it's not heavy, you know why? Why would God tell me this, and he would, he know what I believe, and he know my ability, when he knows that Dr. Betty would never be able to comprehend this? Why would he put this in the power to thrill us with that understanding? Apparently God said you can understand that I mean my Father and you in me and I mean you. He said it to us that we can't understand. I said God help me, help me. God I want to know this all the time, not this some of the time. Amen. And then he says and then Jesus said in verse 19 he says because I live you shall live. <laughs> you should live. What do you mean, God? He said, I'm going to live my life through you. You're mm-hmm. live. You know how they say, his vict- My victory dwelling in us? We sang that song, His victory, His, his spirit dwelling in us, so that we can walk in victory. That's a true spiritual song that cannot be changed or broken. His Spirit dwells in us so that we can walk in victory. That's why His Spirit dwells in us. God's Spirit does not dwell in me just to make me feel good, to make me shout, to make me speak it totally on. Nah, God's Spirit dwells in me to lead me to the difficulty in my life, to the problem that going be my life. There's a Spirit that dwells in me that will keep me motivated, keep me pushing when I want to give up. But His Spirit dwells in me and Spirit does not believe in giving up. That's why His Spirit dwells in me. The Holy Spirit is in me. Not to are speaking to the to He filled with the Holy Ghost. I want to see the manifestation of the Holy Spirit manifest in Jesus' Spirit and God's Spirit that dwells in me. I want to experience this. It's thrilling. We just allow it's been, it, you know, we make such big. to say, all speaking in tongues, what about the work of the Holy Ghost in us? He says, because I live, you know who Jesus Christ is? He is God himself, manifested as a son of God. The Bible said, how big it? It was God, E. Jesus Christ, yeah. reconciling the church back to Himself. It was God all that time, manifesting Himself as a Son. But do you know what is awesome to me? Yet yeah, it was God, yet yeah, called but He still remained as a Father in heaven, now, and we are and live my time, and Jesus as a Son. been awesome to me. God went and pray, prayed to himself as a father but he was the Jesus Christ manifested as Son of God on earth. It's <laughs> awesome. Act 17 verse 28 says in Jesus do we live. How do you live? You live in Jesus. He said, because I live, you shall live also. And the Bible says, in Jesus do we live? Do we move? And exist? End. You know what they say, end? That means that you end something. Right? He said, end. In his spirit. We move in his spirit. So what is this? I mean, how do we move in Jesus' spirit? He said in John 6.63, he said, my words are what? Well, spirit. And they are life. In Jesus, we move in the spirit of his word. We walk in the spirit of his word. That's why the Bible says you be led by the Spirit. He's talking about if you be led by the Spirit of His Word, you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. If I want to walk in love, I have to be led by the Spirit of love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, if I'll be led by the Spirit of love, I will not fulfill the lust of my evil flesh. Yeah. If I want to walk in forgiveness, I have to be led by the Spirit of forgiveness. Because yeah. mm-hmm. the Spirit of forgiveness that will lead me to forgive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I will not manifest or fulfill the lust of unforgiveness. Mm-hmm. Do you get it? That's how you are led by the Spirit. You are led by the Spirit of the Word. If the Spirit of the Word tells you to stop being so mean and evil, then you let, it, let the Spirit of the Word lead you to the fruit of the Spirit. Led by the Spirit of love, Spirit of forgiveness, the Spirit of kindness. There's some evil people that go to church speaking tongues, know the Word is still evil. Why? The Spirit of love are not leading. And that's why you fulfill the lust of your evil flesh. Why do you think people still continue sinning? The Holy Spirit cannot lead your spirit. Because the Bible is holy. So holiness is not flesh and blood. Holiness is a spirit that leads you not to sin. He said, "Well, God, better. It, it's not heavy. No, it's easy." Psalm one, nineteen, and verse one, seventy-five. David says, "Lord, if you let me live," David said, I, "I will praise you." That's in the Old Testament. But God said, "This is New Testament church, you're going to live because I live, you shall live also." We went over to Second Corinthians 5, 17. It says, Any may be in Christ Jesus, he's a new creation. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are new. And all things are off the devil. That's in your Bible. <laughs> <laughs> really? And all things are off evil. That's in your Bible. All things are off unforgiveness. That's in your Bible. No, it says, A new life has begun. That all you have passed away. He we know why we still doing this. Allow the spirit of holiness to lead you. Yes, the Bible says if you be led by the Spirit, <laughs> the church spirit dwells in all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Colossians chapter 2, verse 9 says that. We're again oh, All the authority and all the power And everything that a believer Need is dwelling On the inside of us Honest oh, the devil Of social pride that he can take A Christian down Oh, mm. well, he knows who lives inside of you But he said tell you know it I'm going to wear your head out oh, no. mm. But I, I, I know who you are You are the son of God I know that you are a peculiar person. Why? Because you are a i around God the Father, God the Son, in the presence of the Holy Spirit. You have supernatural power in you, but until you believe it, I'm going to wear your head out. You even have the mind of Christ, but you don't believe it. You keep using your old dead, negative mind. The Bible said, Let this mind be in you, which is in Christ Jesus. Then, for all, I kept to the scripture, and he said, We have the mind of who? We have the mind of Christ. Does Christ be thinking all these things that we think? No. no. What? How do you get the mind of Christ? Read your Bible. And as you read your Bible, your mind will change to think like Christ and act like Christ.
1: Because we have this mind.
0: That if I have this mind, then I can have the same victory that he had when he walked up on the earth. I have the mind not to be defeated. It's nothing going to defeat me and take me out. I, I might have my fault, but we'll say about it? The devil will never defeat me. I will never give up on a situation. Why? I know too much about the Word of God and too much about God. Yes, I'm going to have my mama, but Dr. Ben will rise up every time. Nothing can keep me down. I wasn't born to be kept out. I was born to overcome everything, so says the Bible. Yeah. Who else is born of God is an overcomer? So I can overcome problems. Yeah, problems come. Yeah, situations come. But
1: in my mind, I can overcome
0: this. Yeah. Ain't no belly aching and whining and crying and begging no problem to leave me. Uh-uh. The problem begged me not to get on here with the name of Jesus. No, stand up in your God giving him and stop letting the devil think that he's all of that and he can push you around, kick you around, all you do is like a whip, whine, and bellyache. Why don't you stand up and use the best weapon that God ever given us? That is the name of Jesus. He said, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. In my name shall you cast out demons and property. Use your weapons. Yeah, amen. He said, that barely no devil. That's, you know, I get upset like that. I'm going to God help me. That's the only time I get asked. I don't like to see a Christian acting like they helpless to some bad don't do. <laughs> mm. See, pray for me on that one. I haven't even asked for delivery on that one. <laughs> Maybe I don't want to be delivered. <laughs> Hey, you set you free. <laughs> Jesus, hallelujah. this I mean, Colossians 2 and 9. Now, listen to this. The Bible says, for in him, Jesus Christ, dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Now that's good. What what makes it so great? Verse 10 says, so In him, the church. The church is complete in Him. What is in Him? The fullness of the Godhead dwell in Him, and we dwell in the fullness of the Godhead. And the Bible says, In that fullness of the Godhead, you are complete. There's not our authority, there's no power missing in our life, there's nothing else that we need. We are complete to walk through this earth with having victory in everything that comes up in our life. It's what you think. You think you're defeated, you'll be defeated. If you think you a nobody you would live like a nobody. If you think that you'd always have it hard, you would always have it hard. It's what you think is what you get. Why don't you think on things that are just? Yeah. Why don't you think on things that are honest? Yeah. Why don't you think on things that are good report? It'll make you a better person. Yeah. Why do people say mean? They always make me. Yeah. Think about it. I have to think about being me in order to act it out. Yeah. Why do people continue sinning? They always thinking about sinning. Yeah. I can become a sinner overnight. All oh, that do am home and think about sin. Minister, <laughs> I see myself sinning. I see myself in a nightclub. Oh, oh, uh, look at that boy, what? Oh, look at myself. And I, about sundown, you know where I wind up going to the nightclub. What happened? I changed my mind and the thought that I put in my mind control control my flesh. And and it found a nice nice nightclub for me to go to. And all these oldies for goodness plans. It ain't so long. (laughs) Help me, Jesus. (laughs) And you go, ain't I? Now, have you ever, ever been in a place that they start praying all these for goodness and all of a sudden your mind goes back? Yeah. 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 Oh, we all holy on we now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Amen.
0: Amen? Yeah, you find yourself... <laughs> Amen, never mind. God is good all the time. <laughs> all the time.